Living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hey there, I'm back. We are getting started with yet another episode of the three L's where I want to absolutely help you live, learn, and love to the fullest in your life. So today I am going to talk about a topic that is quite near and dear to my heart. Maybe it's because it's what I do for a living. Um, However, I hear this quite a bit in terms of individuals, people, humans, all of us, wondering if and when it's time to reach out to go see a therapist. And so I want to break down a couple different things. So if you ever are thinking that you might need to go talk to somebody who's a neutral person, go. Just that is a short and sweet of it. Go ahead and go check it out. Um, Really, before I kind of get into some more concrete reasons that I truly believe that you should go seek a therapist, I want to just go ahead and normalize it and validate for everybody that you don't even have to have any kind of traumatic situation that's just occurred. You don't need to even be going through a breakup. There doesn't even actually ever necessarily have to be a reason to go see a therapist. Maybe you just want to go kind of do some self-exploration, gain some self-awareness, get to know who you are a little bit better. So I just had to preface it with that. You know, really and truly, anybody can go seek a counselor. If you've ever thought about it, you've been curious about the process, 100%, I'm all for it and I highly encourage you to go. You know, secondly, I just kind of want to share a little bit about what the process can actually look like because I can't tell you how many times I meet with a new client and one of the first things that they tell me is, I've never done this before and I don't know what to expect. And I know that if I've had multiple clients tell me that, then 100% there are many other people out there who are also wondering what therapy looks like and what that process would even be. So gone are the days where you would visit some staunch psychiatrist and lay down on a couch while they barely say two words and you're, you know, pouring your life out. Let's think uh, Betty Draper's experience on Mad Men, which it cracks me up and I love it because that is how therapy used to be. Quite the, you know, the psychoanalyst there kind of once in a blue moon, just touching in with the client and saying, oh, well, how do you feel about that? Or, you know, just kind of encouraging the client to just lay back and express themselves. So if you've got that image in your mind, let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit because that's not how I run my therapy sessions. And I've talked to plenty of other colleagues and clinicians And I know it's not how they run their sessions either. So oftentimes when you decide to go seek 
a counselor or, you know, or a mental health therapist, which is also another point I need to go ahead and make is that therapist and counselor is a pretty interchangeable term. There are different levels of such, whether it's a licensed counselor, a licensed clinical social worker, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a psychiatric nurse practitioner. But when you're going to see somebody for mental health therapy, the terms counselor and therapist are interchangeable. That's another thing. I've also had clients ask, are you a counselor or a therapist? And they're one in the same, really and truly. They are one in the same. So let me just put that out there real quick. But kind of getting back to what therapy actually looks like, most often it is a complete interchange of communication and somebody who will be actively listening to what you're saying, offering feedback, not advice, but offering you some feedback and strategies that you can implement to try to as cliche as it is, be the best you. Um, So I like to think of therapy as an easygoing conversation. So it's just an exchange of information. And this is just me really trying to characterize it. And I know it sounds clinical and maybe even a little bit nerdy, but hey, that's me. But really, it's just an exchange of two human beings sitting in a room and discussing in-depth, as in-depth as you would want to go, whatever has been on your mind. So hopefully that gives a little bit of an idea. You don't have to lay down on the couch if you don't want to. I know I never take notes during sessions. Um, Thankfully, I have a very good memory, uh, but I you know, sometimes a therapist may jot down a couple things here and there, which I would, I would encourage you to, to look for if they're writing the whole time and not interacting, that can be a potential issue. But once again, that's going to be for a separate podcast on positive traits to look for in a, a therapist. But for now, we're going to talk about if you've ever wondered when and if it's time to reach out and talk to a therapist. So truly, as you're going through life on an everyday basis, it can become very easy to just sweep things under the rug and tell yourself that you don't need any kind of assistance or help. But whether you realize it or not, sometimes, and if I'm truly being 100% honest, I believe that almost all the time, you would probably fare a little bit better in life if you reached out to someone. There are times when Talking to a trusted family member or friend about an issue that you're going through can be extremely helpful and validating. However, there's a big difference between talking to somebody who is intimately acquainted with you in your everyday life versus a neutral party. Being that neutral party, the therapist gets, and it's hard not to say I, but I'm kind of generalizing this to most therapists, they they don't know Um you on that deeply personal basis, at least as of yet. And so they're kind of able to be a little bit more objective than maybe somebody who already had biases about you or situation that you're in. So highly encourage um, you to consider that. So one of the first reasons is, and this is pretty cut and dry, but this is definitely a good rule of thumb that it's time to go ahead and reach out and talk to somebody. 
And that is if whatever you're going through is impairing your functioning of living on a daily basis, it's time to see a therapist. So if I explain it a little bit further, it's we'll take the example of anxiety, which it's 100% natural to experience anxiety, sometimes multiple times throughout the day, whatever you have going on, whether you have a big work presentation, you're going to be late to something that your child is involved in or late or you have a new date, somebody you've never met before. Yeah, you're, you can, th- those are definitely going to elicit anxiety and that's, that's a pretty natural response. But if the feeling of anxiety is so intense and pervasive that you start making kind of habitual call outs from work, you refuse to go to, you know, your child's play due to feeling like other people are going to be watching you, which can be a form of social anxiety, and or you stop going to places that you once used to love, it's time to seek help. So you know, one of those kind of after effects of going to see a counselor is that number one, if you seek somebody and I'm staying with the anxiety example, and that's probably because that's what I specialize in, in my practice. But I know that one of my go-tos is number one, I'm going to be there for you and be supportive. But then my approach is always to assist every client in creating a plan. So I'm going to work with you to cater techniques that you find would be realistic to deal with that anxiety that's been impairing your functioning of daily living and really just to try to help you feel the best that you can. All right, so the second reason to reach out and talk to someone is if your friends and family are telling you that one what you're going through is exhausting them and they don't want to hear about it anymore. Or two, they're saying from a very loving place, not in a punitive way, but you know, they're saying, why don't you go talk to somebody about what's been going on? So as uncomfortable and irritating as it may be, the people closest to us often really do know us the best. So unfortunately, sometimes having a friend or family member encourage you to go to counseling can cause you to feel misunderstood or even lonely or isolated because you're thinking that they don't want to hear your problems. However, let's let's do a quick, you know, mental reframe, which I do enjoy encouraging mental reframes. And let me encourage you to to think about it instead as using that feedback to encourage you to try something different because truly nothing changes if nothing changes. And maybe that could ultimately be the push that you needed to get in and talk to somebody about what's been going on, get that fresh perspective, techniques. And so just a little aside, if you've never been to a therapist, it can be really easy to build it up in your mind as almost an admission of failure to think that you can't do things on your own. But you can. And why not seek support in your life, which is so precious and valuable, um, and kind of reach out for some assistance. Certainly not an admission of failure. It can be a problem-solving time, a time for you to just have that one hour in your life where you get to talk 100% about what's been going on with you and how often Is there another human sitting right across from you for a solid hour keeping the conversation totally about you and problem solving, giving strategies, 
invalidation. It's a pretty powerful experience. And I, I, you know, think so much of it. So moving on. So the third reason that it may be time to reach out is if you feel like you're on an endless cycle of negativity in your thinking, your behavior, or both, and you really can't seem to change it. So maybe you've been beating yourself up mentally when you feel like you're dropping the ball at work, you know, even though your coworkers or your partner reassures you that you've been doing a great job. Maybe you just have a constant stream of self-deprecating thoughts that, and I've heard quite a few, but you know that you're stupid, a failure, a bad mom, a bad wife, and nobody has given that information to you. That's just something that your own mind is creating. If you're having trouble trying to change those things up, those thoughts on your own, but you continue to fall back into the negative thinking and behavior, it it would be a great idea to go and reach out for assistance and talk to somebody. So definitely keep that in mind. So most therapists are pretty deeply trained on listening for those certain negative thoughts and the behaviors that are going on. And one of my favorite parts of counseling is being able to get to the root of what may be causing you to have that people-pleasing mentality, the perfectionism, choosing unhealthy partners. And I've really been able to observe time and time again how much the burden of whatever a person is carrying is lifted just by the pure act of having a kind and validating other human being sitting across from you and allowing you to air out those deep thoughts, those deep thoughts that maybe you haven't even shared with anybody else. So keep that in mind as well. Number four, if you recognize that how and what you're doing in your life is not good for you, but you just can't seem to stop doing it, it's time to reach out. No man, as cliche as a statement is, and you guys will hear me use all my little cliche statements, but no man is an island. No woman is an island. We need other people. It's it's just, once again, kind of how we're hardwired. And if you are struggling with stopping something, a relationship, alcohol use, and you know that it's not good for you, You've acknowledged, this is not good for me to be with this person. This is not good for me to keep drinking. I've had legal issues, negative ramifications, yet you can't stop. It's time to stop trying to do it on your own and reach out. So the majority of people that I've ever worked with are absolutely able to identify that there's been an issue that's been going on. For a while, yet many have put off seeking help and I've witnessed firsthand kind of the freeing experience. Once again, I'll talk about that, how it's liberating to get it off of your chest and seek help. So just remember that, you know, the mere thought of going to therapy can be scarier than actually showing up. And that's what I tell so many of my clients that I just admire each and every one of them because going to counseling is brave. It's asking you to be vulnerable, get in touch with a part of yourself that may be uncomfortable. 
But the after effects when you find a counselor who is an awesome fit can be absolutely life-changing. So let's not forget that going to therapy is the ultimate form of self-love, especially if there's that constant issue that's been occurring. You know you need to stop but you're having trouble doing so, show yourself some love and seek out a therapist who is helpful for you. So the next tip, the next kind of um, guidepost, if you will, on when and if it's time to reach out for counseling is that if you've recently experienced or at all experienced a crisis in your life, and you're having a really hard time moving on and feeling back to your old self. So I like to think about men and women who are going through grief, some kind of loss that's occurred, a divorce, infidelity, any of that, any really any crisis, a car accident, and you have found that you're having a really hard time bouncing back, reach out. You are not abnormal for struggling to get through tough situations. Let me just say that one more time. You are not, not normal for struggling to get through tough situations. That's why they're called tough situations. It's hard. Life can throw you curveballs and it can be very difficult. So if you find yourself stuck in the sadness and constantly replaying the events of what's happened in your life, maybe you have those intrusive thoughts that you don't feel like you have control over and they keep popping up flashbacks of previous trauma, negative life events. Counseling is an outlet for you to learn techniques to deal with the sadness, the anxiety, the nightmares, the kind of negative after effects that may be occurring as a result of that crisis. So you might not have control. In fact, none of us necessarily have complete control over what happens in our lives, but you can always control how you handle it. Just remember, adjusting to life can be extremely difficult. There are certainly going to be periods in your life where you have a hard time adjusting. Um, So I know that personally, I live in a highly populated military community. And I, I think that it's a great example that you get rooted in an area for one to three years, you get the lay of the land, you meet friends, and then shortly thereafter, you're uprooted and sometimes you have to move completely across the country or overseas. This is definitely a major adjustment and I can't help but normalize the experience of having a hard time adjusting to a situation. Even if you've just gotten a a fabulous promotion in your work and you're struggling with maybe some internal conflict, feeling like you're not good enough, that is also a prime time to seek out counseling to discuss what could be causing those those thoughts to come up. So my personal philosophy of therapy is to really look at each person I meet as whole person, mind, body, and spirit, and help clients reconnect with themselves. So I am so glad that I got to share some of these quick tips and just to really briefly run through them one more time. The first one was, if whatever you may be going through is now impairing your functioning of daily living, it's time to see a therapist for your for your own benefit. Um, if you are 
kind of consistently getting feedback from friends and family who may be telling you that they feel exhausted or tired of talking about the situation over and over, or they're encouraging you from a loving place that maybe you should seek out and talk to somebody, maybe we reframe that and use that as encouragement. You don't even have to tell them that you actually sought counseling. That's the beauty of therapy. It is 100% confidential minus a couple exceptions, um, which we can talk about in a different episode. But for the large part, therapy is totally a personal, personal experience. So the third tip The third guidepost would be if you feel like you're on an endless cycle of negativity in your thinking, your behavior, or both, and you're having trouble changing, time to maybe seek counseling. Number four, if you recognize that how and what you're doing in life is absolutely not good for you, but you're having difficulty stopping doing whatever it is, would be a great idea to seek a therapist to discuss what's what's going on there at a deeper level. And then five, you've recently experienced a crisis and I'll go ahead and add or a big adjustment and you're having a hard time moving on, moving through it and feeling back to your old self. So as you can see, I'm very passionate about the process of therapy, the effects of it. I'm glad that we're no longer back in the days of Betty Draper, Mad Men, therapy scene. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it because personally it cracks me up because I know that that's how it used to be, but it couldn't be further from the truth now. Um, And continue the search for someone great that you feel is a great fit and above all where you feel completely comfortable. So I hope this has helped and go get therapy. Enjoy it. And even better, enjoy today. Make it a great day and live, learn, and love to the fullest. If you've liked what you've heard today on the three L's, there is plenty more coming. Feel free to subscribe, like, and share. And also give me a follow on Rachel Ann Dine Counseling on Instagram, where I will also be sharing polls and asking you, the listener, for what you want me to talk about, questions that you may have on living, learning, and loving through life, and just general information. So thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you.